Fresh, hot, steamy podcast coming at ya. That's the sizzling sound. All right, so uh, got some some sweet and sour guests. Oh, dude. I know, I know. I like it. To the listeners, we had to restart. I already said that. It doesn't matter. They're sweet and sour. I I think Trev's reading off some uh, local candy next to him. We got some sweet and sour guests here. First one up. (laughs) On our list of candies. Sour Patch Kids. Uh, Eating the Sour Patch Kids is the one and only Bods. What's up, people? What's up, my fan base? I'm sure I have a fan base at this point. Oh, yeah, of course. We're like nine episodes deep. Yeah. (laughs) We've got Jimberly. And what's happening? Sticking with what's. And we've got Michael. And what's going on with the what train? He's and he's our teacher friend. So, uh, I'm Trev. I'm the host. What happened? You look beautiful today. Thank you. Thank you. I put on some extra Trev. Oh, I steal my life. So, we've got quite the sweet and sour treat. We're going to talk about a restaurant that Mike and Bods worked at. I worked there for one day. And, uh. We're we're just gonna hop right into it. Okay. So, so I guess I'll start out just to like set the preface of what kind of job. He's gonna this hit is. us up with your I'm gonna story hit, from I, I only got one. Yeah, that's I fair. only got one. Here's why. So Mike hits me and two of our other friends up to work at this place for Easter. I think it was. It was also the night before. It was the night before. He's like, "Hey, you guys want a job?" and I was like, well, my mom's been pressuring me to get a job for a while, so sure. And he's like, yeah, just come to my work tomorrow on Easter at like 9 in the morning or something. Something something like that. And just tell them you know me, and they'll just sign you up. And that's exactly what we did. We walked in. I was going to say, that can honestly just be like the good prelude for how terrible yeah. this place is. You can just stroll in and be like, yep, I know Mike, man. And they're like, all right. I've gotten many people jobs there where I'm just like, yo, you're filling out a resume? Just put my name on top. They're like, yeah. oh, all right, cool. Don't even fill, fill out the resume. I just write my Mike. application like two weeks after yeah. I started. You'd already there, been yeah. hired. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just, just write Mike. Just write, I know Mike, and they and know what to do. They like, know okay. what to do with it. You're all set. So... I get in there and the, the it's the three of us. It's it's me, our boy Coop and our boy Reese and we start like filling out paperwork and they're like we'll finish the rest later. Just get out there, go do your thing and we were like what what do you mean? So just get out there, man. I think Mike came and like showed us what room to be in. Probably. And, and so we got in there. There are a couple people we already knew from school. We were like, hey, you guys, welcome to the team, whatever, yeah. And then we walk in, and this old, fat manager is just like, what are you guys doing? Do something. And we were like, yeah, do what? We just got here. We don't know anything. And I guess apparently that's how they train people. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely how we throw it. That's how we train (laughs) Which is cool. Just tell us one thing to do. Somebody, yeah, if you have something to do, it's like, great, throw them in the fire, see how well they do. But, like, you can't just be like, yeah, you're in the fire now. This is the second. <laughs> oh, no, that's it. That's all we do. The second busiest holiday second of the year. Second busiest holiday third, of the year. Third, whatever it is. But, yeah, so, just get well, out I there, mean, the setup, the setup wasn't bad. Like, I we got taught to fill up the cups with ice. Mm-hmm. That was most, a fun the, time. The most basic of all skills. Uh, we were taught how to wash dishes. Yeah, that's a good one. Great. Not really wash them, dry them. Dry them. Yeah, you just got to pull them out. They're they're really hot sometimes. Yeah. I I enjoyed that. That was a fun time. It's average at best. And then... And then... It's kind of a chill. I blink. You had a dishwasher. Yeah, exactly. See what I'm saying? (laughs) Look, it's a good time. I blink twice. Manually washing dishes is for pussies. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Sometimes sometimes I manually wash my dishes. Yikes, I guess that makes you... (laughs) Pussy. <laughs> so, I blink twice, and I'm in like the dining hall, and it's a buffet, and I'm just running things back and forth because that's what you do with a buffet. And they tell me the vegetables need to be refilled. 
The salad, yes. The, no, like like the steamed vegetables. Oh, the steamed one. Okay. They tell yeah. me okay. I gotta refill the steamed vegetables, and I'm like, hey man, like this thing's full already. <laughs> Do you really want me to bring this back? And he was like, yeah, bring it back and go get a new one. So I bring back the vegetables, and he's like, are you sure you need more vegetables? Because I just gave you some vegetables, and I was like, hey, look, like they told me, they told me the, vegetables. The owner's fam- know, famous for that. I don't know what to tell you, man. And so I bring the vegetables back out, and the owner was like, hey, like, we don't need those vegetables. Go bring them back. And I was like, what kind of business is this? It's the worst one. Is this my job now? It's the worst one. Am I cursed to perpetually bring vegetables in and out of the the room? So I bring them back, and that's when the chef flipped out, and he was like, I told you the vegetables fucking shit. His favorite word is fuck or fucking. His favorite word is fuck. (laughs) <laughs> and so I'm just like, wow, man, like this is kind of unorganized. I don't know if I like working here. And no one likes working there. I don't. I think, don't. I, don't I, think I, I think there's only one person in the history of the entire planet who's ever liked working at Mars, and that would be the general manager. Ugh. Uh, even, even then. then even then, though. I don't think he likes working there. So, like, at some point, I don't remember why. I they just like were like, get out of here. Stop running food back and forth. They just sent me back to, like, break down, which, for those who don't know what breaking down is, but it's taking part. all the yucky used plates and utensils that and, fat slobs eat. And, yep. and wiping all the shit off of it so you can give it to the dishwashers and they'll dishwash those yeah. dishes. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, people really like opening butter and just putting it on their plate oh yeah they do so so the thing is they just like yo i got some butter just put it spread it all over the plate put some french dressing on it and then for for, just for toppers you put the seafood newberg on it you mix it all up and then you just leave it. oh god i forgot about the word newberg oh man i am so panic attack i'm literally like having flashbacks yet again i'm gonna campaign for a visual aspect to this show to see this reaction (laughs) right here (laughs) my eyes are like his eyes are watering a bit yeah a little bit Anyway, uh, I am shooketh. The butter sticks to the plate underneath it or on top, and it's just like it's plate glue. If you ever want to fix a plate, don't use glue. Yeah, just, just use butter. Just smother in bl- butter and just put another plate under it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stick together, they form a super plate. They yeah. will never, they you will have never one fall less plate, apart. But that one plate is a super plate. Yeah, now. So that, that, that's how I build super plates. And for those of you who have listened to the episode where we talked about weird things we know that my hands yeah Trev doesn't when they like get greasy yeah. i like need to be checked into a mental hospital because i lose my mind i hate you did having... have gloves on you would think gloves would help they don't help they don't you know they don't help you know two sets mike you can wear four sets dude that butter plate hits you you're not <laughs> I, you have no help at to that be honest, point it still smell like minestrone and lobster to yeah this day. that's it see that's the first thing. Like when a new kid walks into that door, you gotta say two pairs of gloves. Like, like we walk, we walk in to the entrance. Ready? One, two, three. We're in. Two pairs of gloves. That's what you should tell them. Yeah, no, he was very deliberate. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. Vet moves sometimes. I didn't even wear gloves. I was like, I don't there, got time for there this. There are many instances gloves were not around. I'm yeah, like, yeah, let's no, go with you it. You just kind of go for it. Just go for it. You wouldn't survive in this environment. I, this is why I don't like working in the yeah, food industry. Yeah, no, I, hate, I hate working in the food industry. There, there, there are times I like cut my entire finger and just had blood yeah, that's seeping it, through my gloves. And I'm like, all right, just go for it. Yeah. It was really like horrific. And that was people actually, were like, wow. I used gloves more often to like fix injuries than to yeah. wear for scraping food <laughs> off of yeah. stuff. Because you didn't have band-aids. I could never oh, find a band-aid there. Band-aids. I have no idea. Band-aids in restaurants. No, I don't think that are. there's... It's like super required. I don't think there's a band-aid in that place. OSHA would I, I flip to, out. I used to just take a paper towel, I'd wrap my finger up, stick a glove on it so that it wasn't moving, and that was it. It's like one or, giant gauze patch in like... Like that little like one-serving packet of like an aspirin. It might, if you're lucky, have like one of those little antiseptic wipes. Yeah, maybe. Yes, maybe. It's Someone probably used that. Yeah. You, yep. You open up like the enormous first aid thing on the wall. It's just a cardboard cutout of a full first aid yeah, kit. Exactly. <laughs> That's honestly what it is. 
So I'm stuck like breaking down forever and everyone who I, I was told when you bring in a cart, you break it down and go back out. Some days, but yeah, it depends on depends on the party. Work. Depends on who you're working with. You're there on a busy day, and you're a new kid. You're I, you just sit there and break down. Oh, break down no, all I day. I yep. get it, but if someone would have just told me that, I would have been okay with it. I was thinking I'd get out of there at some point. You never leave. So I was breaking down. Part of my soul still there. And I was like, uh-huh. I was like, I'm almost done. I can get back out there, get back into the fray, and then someone comes up and they're like, Hey, can you do this one too? You were think you were thinking about getting out after one cart. Look, I'm new. I don't know what that means. If I had a soul, that would hurt my soul. Yeah. 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 Doesn't have one. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I would have been fine with it if someone had just said, "Hey, I'm gonna keep you here for a while. So just mentally prepare. You're gonna have a lot of carts to scrape butter off of." But in my head, I was like, "All right, after this, I'm good. Just one more cart. It like two hours of this." probably like off and on but two hours honestly soft day soft day that's average i i I wish i could sit there and break down for two hours rather than (laughs) like direct these shitholes and shitheads for like three hours yeah see i don't know what i missed out on no you don't yeah but i (laughs) well obviously you got out anybody gets a job in my place i'm like (laughs) (laughs) I'll, i'll wrap up my story so we're finally done and like we're cleaning up and whatever I don't know what time we got out. What time do you usually oh, get out six. on Easter? Six. Yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So it's like six o'clock, and I'm just like, wow, what a, what a day. Is this what working on the is like? And uh, we, we wrap up and leave, and everyone's like, hey, see you tomorrow or see you next shift or whatever. And I'm like, that's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I told Mike, I was like, hey, you can tell him to rip up that application because like, I'm done here. And I never came back. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> I my one day paycheck, I think it was like 40 bucks, maybe. Well, it was 8 bucks an hour, so not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely not worth it. My Easter was ruined. Yeah. <laughs> I came home and my mom was like, "Are you okay?" and I was like, "Not really. I'll never be okay again." <laughs> I mean, really he's not. He brought up the story and was having like PTSD. Yeah, no. <laughs> His eye was this twitching when we said the word Newberg. By the way, this isn't like a new thing. This is something that happened like, this is like way back. 2011. The year something is like, now yeah. 2017. Yeah. 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 I needless to say, I've been to therapy. I have not yet once brought that up. He hasn't even touched on it yet. <laughs> That's a whole new <laughs> chapter. He has not. Yeah. yeah. The therapist is just going to hold up pictures of Mars food and just show them, like, what do you think about this? And Trevor's just going to go into, like, septic shock. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's how septic shock works, but, yeah, yeah, that'll happen. We're going to go with that. That'll happen happen to me. So I feel like that was a good preface to just show how chaotic this place is. And I know you guys, you guys are the the pros. So, like, where do you want to start? Who knows, dude? Would you like to start with uh, management, with a party? Yeah, dude, we could uh, do whatever, people, honestly. Customers, workers. Uh, I believe you're supposed to call the guests in the restaurant industry. Uh, uh, we certainly didn't at we ours. We certainly never no. did. Oh, no. Don't you put words in our mouth. <laughs> okay, so I feel like the whole guests versus customer thing is it just... It bothers me. It honestly, really bothers me. I'm going to be real with you, dude. A hotel I, I guest know, is not the I same know, as a customer at a restaurant. Me and Mike didn't call them anything other than whatever race they were when they walked in. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, that's like... So you walk in. I, I would get there at 3 o'clock and be sending the room up. Bods would come in 3, 30, 4 o'clock, somewhere in there. And he'd be like, Mike, what kind of party is it? And yeah, I'd be like, whatever nationality. And it's just like straight. I knew. If I knew, it's a religious group, cut all the shit. whatever religion yeah. they were practicing. Cut all the shit. You just say the religion. You say yep. the race. You say the age. And then Bods knows exactly what to expect. Yeah, you know exactly what's going to happen. Because they they all fall into they, they their all, stereotype in large super, groups. It's For example. Like, birthday party, teenage girls, be ready. Yeah, you're like, okay, I know I'm going to be listening ones. to some sh- some shitty music and probably <laughs> serve terrible the, food. The best ones were the Lebanese where it says go off at 7.30 for uh, dinner. You know uh, you're not going off you, until at least 9. It's <laughs> at least 9. At least 9. Sometimes like, even 10 o'clock. There's, the, there's the fun soup. Ethiopian party Those that used to happen that was like, they didn't even like make any fucking words about it. They were like, we're starting at like 10. Yeah. 
you're you're uh, a 16 year old. Be here I, until one. Get used I went to, to it. I went to school the next day. Yep. Got out at two in the morning. Yep. After an Ethiopian party where the uh, wedding party did not eat any of the food we provided them. Yeah. They no. had this very large basket full of uh, potatoes and vegetables and some meats. And the wedding party sat around this like a campfire and ate from that all night from about you know. 11 to 1 in the morning, yep. and never touched their soup, salad, main plate, or dessert. That's fantastic. That was very nice of you to serve the food they didn't eat. Yeah, they didn't, yeah, they didn't right? touch it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, hey, at least somebody got to eat it, right? No. Nope. Went right, right to the pigs. Right into the fucking trash. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, at least they're starving these to be kids. But they weren't at that party. Oh, not at that party. <laughs> Only <the> irony. <laughs> so I guess we can go with the one particular uh, party was a uh, people of Jewish faith. Oh man, that's um, my favorite one. The I forget the name of the party. It was some charity au- auction. Yeah, it was something. It was like 100% like in the title of the party. It was like the word Jewish was there. We knew what was happening. So the thing with the Jewish party is. You have to have every condiment imaginable on hand ready because you know they're going to ask for it. Like they yeah. want horseradish, tartar sauce. They want lemon. They want oil. They want things that haven't been invented we yet. Have and you got to go in the back there. and figure it out. They yeah. want like wasabi mayo. We we're like, sir, we don't have that. And they're like, like what are you talking about? Yeah, so, call yourself a restaurant establishment. You sit there and be like, oh, I guess I'll go without it. And you're like, oh, well, now so, I got the guilt. <laughs> you feel really guilty about it. But let can we just preface this whole party by saying mike was like my boss at this point yeah mike was like the captain of the room and i came in and mike knows who i am yeah obviously and i walked in within five minutes mike was in front of me and he was like zach i'm gonna tell you right now there's a jewish party and i'm gonna need you to not be a complete <laughs> douchebag and not expect all these jewish stereotypes because they're just normal people just trying to have fun at a party and i was like you know what mike i'll try my best and they made it so hard. It, see, <laughs> they every made it so hard all every night. Stereotype. Every single one. <laughs> so, during main course, uh, well, before main course, we go out with the soup. You know, we lug out our trays of soup, and we put put out the big uh, terrain of soup, and you know, everyone gets their, their foals. And then when the terrain gets empty, we're supposed to go over and say, "Excuse me, take okay, your terrain." So not before it's empty. Mar- like, our, know, like a the owner, half. yeah. As soon as it gets like halfway, we're supposed to take that bowl of soup off and give them a nice big old new one. And uh, I was switching the soups out, and there's like a table eight, so they had gotten below half. I was ready to take it. I like had a full soup bowl in my hands to put Very on the hot. table, like 120 degrees. Yeah, like it is difficult oh, to hold. They're heavy. The yeah, yeah, no, you 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 spill this soup, you're going to the hospital. And they're not paying for it. Yeah, no, not at all. So I'm going to switch this soup and this, was it a man or was it, it was a, a woman? Man. It was a man. I go to take it and he like stops me. He like holds my hand and puts that almost empty bowl of soup back on the table. And he was like, we're not done. And I was like, no, like I know I'm giving you like a new one, like some fresh soup. And he was like, no, you're wasting it. <laughs> and he started scraping the ladle. The ladle across the bowl to get out every possible they, drip of soup from they, that they bowl. May, they may have been two peas, a carrot, and a rice pilaf in there, and he got all of it. I was like, man, like, I got some new ones for you right here. Just let me switch it. He's like, nah, you're wasting it. You're wasting you're it. I'm going to get all of this. Well, I will say, to his credit, you know, rest- restaurants waste yes, a lot yes. of food. I'm down with that. They spent, what, thousands of dollars oh, to easily. have... Easily. Me stand there and switch out their soup so they didn't have to scrape a soup bowl. And that made me stand there with a full hot bowl of soup because I was wasting it. That's the part that I'm not cool with. Not even (laughs) a quarter of a bowl At least let you put down the other one. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like if you're wasting, okay, keep your bowl of soup. I'm still going to put this bowl of soup on your table. At the end of the night, you you serve dessert and uh, go in the back, clean up, get ready. As the people start filing out, leaving the party... Uh, one gentleman approaches Bod. So at the end, like all the new kids, and I was still new at this point, go around and they're just supposed to like fill up water glasses. Like anyone needs a little bit of water, they look like they're thirsty, you just go over, you fill up some water. And this old gentleman walks up to me, and now at this point, I've already seen the stereotypes. I'm still trying to be like my best person. I'm a new kid. My boss, Mike, my good friend and boss, Mike, told me, hey, man, just be a good person today. (laughs) I tried so hard, and then this old man comes up to me, 
and they had just had a raffle. Like this had just happened while it's I was like in the room. Now. Like fully over, party's over. This man walks up to me and he goes, "Hey man, you want to buy this raffle ticket half price?" And I was like, "Yo, what?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, no, I I, I spent ten dollars on it. You want to buy it for five dollars?" I was like, "The raffle's over." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, but you're getting a half price." <laughs> So that and I was actual like, yeah. conversation, I walked over. I'm like, "What's happening?" <laughs> I was like, "Mike, I'm trying so hard not to react right now." <laughs> Stereotypes, <laughs> just like real things that happen. Uh, do you guys want to talk about how the owner um, might happen to have some sort of issue? He enjoys a good party. <laughs> Um, and uh, <laughs> taps nose. I, I, I already know where this story is going because I've heard these stories he, as well. He ha- likes to have a good time. Let's just say he has a habit. He likes um, <laughs> powders. He likes uh, snow. Whatever you want to say, the guy likes it. And uh, when you have a lot of money and you have an obsession with, uh, um, you yeah. know, just clearing your nose once in a while, <laughs> you know, he um, he was uh, addicted to this stuff. Yeah, and we're pretty, we, sure. we're pretty sure that he used to do it. On his desk all the time. All the time. Like, just sit there in the back, do it, close the door, and come on out and start saying, Hey, big guy, I need a lager. And then he'd say, throw out some uh, very famous catchphrases. I think Bods knows many of them. Nothing but the best. <laughs> With Maz, we need nothing but the best. And I need everybody to hustle back. His big thing was uh, having a nice big old garnish on the plate. <laughs> if at you're not all times. familiar with a garnish is, it's just a kale leaf. It's just like a piece of lettuce. And or you just shit. Like, yeah. put it on the plate to make it like add color to like the already bland brown. Yeah, you don't eat it. Yeah, not only would he be like, there has to be one. It, it had to be, to be the right one. <laughs> so it couldn't be too big. He said no trees. And at one point, he also said, "I need nothing but trees." So <laughs> there was so, some confusion, confusion here, here for sure. At one point, when we're putting these garnished trees down, we had a really big one. Like the uh, the salad woman had the salad lady; she had not done a good job of cutting these, so they were huge, They're like the size of your palm. And he says, "Oh, hey, guys, wait, wait, we're gonna cut these garnish in half." And you know, so everyone's cutting them in half. And at this point, I don't give any fucks. I'm like four is in. I'm like, dude. I'm getting this shit out. I don't care. And I just take a whole big mess of big trees, put them on on each plate. At what this point, the the garnish is bigger than the chicken they're eating. Yeah, it's and fine. I'm just like, I'm having these new kids lug it out, and I'm like, go, just go. They're like, but Mike, I'm like, just go. You don't get it. Go. <laughs> just lugging out these trees, and he's like, those are too big. I like the effort, but it didn't matter. I just got them out as fast as I could. <laughs> I must have got out like 35 trees or 40 trees that night. He was fun though for me because. I would like, what's the, what's the word? Pander? No, no, like make fun of him without him knowing I'm making fun oh, of him. Oh, yeah, you use his expressions patronize? against him. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. would patronize the shit out of him. <laughs> he'd like stand there and he'd be saying these catchphrases like, nothing but the best. And like, I need trees on so, these plates. And I would walk up because at this point and, I've been here yeah, like three years. Yeah. I know all the catchphrases. Yeah. I know what he's going to say. And I start saying them in the same fucking and he, voice. And he, he loves the effort. And he loves the effort. He, he loves it. He's he like, looked at me and he was it. like, this guy understands what I'm talking about. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm nothing but the best. So... <laughs> His favorite expression when we were getting started was, let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. But he had kind of an accent, so instead of saying the word rock, he would say, let's walk and roll. We're going to walk and roll, people. We're going to get it out to the customers nice and hot, nice and clean plates. And at this point, I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. All the kids, the new kids are listening to him, kind of with like eyes up to him. He's a tall guy, and they're all like listening to him. And I'm like just making fun of him behind his back. I'm like over here next to, you know, those overhangs, like near a door. And I'm trying to slam dunk my general manager, all, like all the time. If he yeah. walked under this overhang, I was gonna try to slam dunk over his. Yeah, now you're trying to dunk on the GM every chance you got. And the, our owner just didn't care. He didn't no. know. I think he was oblivious. But while they're doing that, I'm over like drinking. Like we said, he had a habit. He wasn't yeah. really. He didn't know what was going <laughs> he on. <laughs> he looked really good, but he had no idea what was going on. Didn't somebody walk in on him? Oh, so oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's that was from our Steve. buddy. Uh, we'll call him Steve. He was sent to upstairs to get some steak knives from our upstairs uh, inventory. And you have to go through our owner's office to get through the upstairs. And as he went upstairs, he uh, noticed that on the couch of our owner's office was a disco light, like you would hang in the 70s. And it was going off on the couch. So Steve is you know, kind of memorized by it for a second, like, why the hell is this on in his office right now in the pitch dark? 
and he doesn't notice that our owner, our boss, is seated behind, seating behind his seating, sitting, sitting behind his desk. Seated, seating. I, I combine both words. He is seating. I do that all the time. Combining words there. He is uh, sitting behind. I'm sitting. He's he sitting behind his it. sitting behind his desk, and he's is startled, and he goes, "Oh, I'm hey Steve. Sorry, I was just doing some paperwork here." And Steve's like, "Oh, okay." Then walks upstairs, and immediately is like, he was doing paperwork in the dark with a strobe light on at his desk. <laughs> what kind of human being does that? And so we believe that he was just he was just he was just high as a fucking kite. Yeah, he was higher than a kite, if possible. Wasn't there a time when like he had like some white? Powder he did have some white snow coming out of his nose. Uh, <laughs> one of our market marketing people uh, kind of said. Can you get a tissue and you know wipe it on your nose? And he goes, oh yes, and he literally wiped off the uh, powder off of his nose at you know like a very expensive party in front of many people. Hey man, it's whatever. <laughs> and uh, nothing but the best. Baby. It's just hey, gotta be the best. He likes to party. Yeah. We've got um, something in my notes here. What, what, what's the uh, something? It's about poop. Oh, oh, man. Yes. This, yeah. is this is a good one. <laughs> is one of my Jim, various Jim, jobs where we found poop on the floor. Yeah. Jimmy, you're going to like this one. <laughs> so uh, the party is um, called Water for Cambodia, and it's supposed to be a fundraiser to help raise clean water for the Cambodian people. You know, good yeah, cause. Yeah. It's, it's a solid um, thing to do. You know, so the Cambodian people, they're doing their party and doing all this stuff, having food and all that stuff, good stuff. And... Um, Party goes pretty well, to be honest. Yeah, really and Bob's without and I, a problem. Yeah, we can't complain. We're there the next morning, though. We have a... Uh, a big a old craft Big fair. old craft fair. Yep. So we have these big, long eight-foot tables. Each vendor gets their own table and chairs and little display and setup. And we're over in Athena 3, which is like the far side, the big hall, the big room. Mm-hmm. And um, our man, maitre d', uh, Walks over to us and says, hey, we've been kind of smelling something weird near one of the vendors. Can you kind of come check it out? And just bring this spray. Yeah, and bring this, some spray because that's going to help. The, the hold spray on, was hold a, on. A cinnamon It flavor. sounds like cinnamon this maitre d' knew exactly what was going on. Oh, he naturally knew. Yeah, probably. Can you and come check it out? Like, hey, can you come check this out? It smells bad. Bring some spray. Like in the middle of a party, like Febreze fixes everything, yeah. I guess. I don't cinnamon, fucking know. Cinnamon scented. Oh, cinnamon scented. Yes. So we walk over. Yeah, no. not at all. We not even over, a little bit. And uh, he points to the spot, and immediately it's just like just shit everywhere. Yeah, like you Mike just... looked at me, I looked at Mike, and we were both like, "That's poop." That's literally yep. that's a that's a pap smear right there. Like somebody put their naked butt with poop still on it and rubbed it on that spot. On yeah, the floor. no, like it's it was carpet. like it was rubbed in. There were some problems. So, Fods and I, uh, we have our gloves on, and uh, we spray it a little bit. And with then the we walk Febreze. away. And yeah, then we walk away. 100 with the Febreze, we, and we just walked away. We did not bend down. We did not. Uh, touch but that, it. that's the thing: was the Cambodia party was in like the ballroom. The craft fair was in the ballroom. The yeah. ballroom's like three different rooms. Yeah. So the Cambodia was like one part of the room. The craft fair was the entire thing. Yeah. So we knew we like didn't know exactly we, where, and then we were like, "Oh shit, this was from the fucking Cambodia." We knew party. it was from Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, these these parties get pretty wild. Uh, they certainly yeah. do. Yeah, they do. Do you guys want to talk about some of the workers? Really? I mean, the waiters are always the fun stories. Uh, like, yeah. Think of Fall River, and think of the most like the worst crack people you can find there. Addicted person. So, so think of a terrible place, and then think of the worst person. The worst people there. Th- those yeah. are our waiters. Well, Fall River is. Let's be honest. It's a goddamn dump. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The way I always explain Fall River to someone who doesn't know what Fall River is is, I say, take Boston, make it shitty, and really that's Portuguese. Fall River. Really I mean, really we can Portuguese. paint a picture. It was like top five in like the worst cities in the world. Yeah, like in, America. It's up there. in America. In America, yeah. it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the list. <laughs> old rundown factories that just beat the crap, and then just like a bunch of hobos. Oh man, my yeah. Fall River <laughs> listeners are not happy you know, right now. Hey man, they know where they're at. They know yeah. where they're at. Even a bunch people of in Fall River who want Malashad dish and Sharice, and you're, you're yeah. like, I'm sorry, Jose, I can't give you any today. Or any Manny or real talk though. Uh, until I moved into this area, like I didn't know what malasada was. Oh, malasada! I didn't know what co- I didn't know what coffee milk was. I I love some Portuguese food, but like I didn't know what any of that. Wait, terrible wait. circumstances sometimes. <laughs> okay, coffee milk is not a normal thing. That's a Rhode Island thing. Yet again, still good though. We're, no, coffee milk is only in our area. Yeah, 
I didn't even know about it's it. The and I, I don't like that you're taking this beautiful podcast and making it about anti-coffee milk right now. I don't like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not a fan of that. Okay. But, uh, scare away all, right. all your hey, listeners. Hey, we, we no can, time. No time. No so, time, baby. One, once, no time. Again, once again, go back to the waiters and think of the most run-down, horrible people you could think of. Like, probably would steal on their shifts. Uh, and those are our waitstaff. Yeah, pretty think, much. Think of people who are addicted to drugs and they're there. Think of people who on shift that I witnessed did lines of uh, drugs and just did it off the disgusting uh, ice. Um, ice luge? Not the luge, the, uh, the sculptures. No, where we get the ice from? The uh, ice bins? Oh, the bin. the, ice yeah, bin. yeah, like the and, well, fucking ice on. machine. Yeah. I, I'm seeing some mixed messages here. Your owner can do cocaine, but no one else can. Well, no, this That's person did really it. Fair. They did the line of cocaine off well, of I mean, like we said, the it's dirty not a great ice place to work. <laughs> not a great business model. <laughs> Like, they didn't put a napkin down. <laughs> oh, like, come on. Yeah. At least put the napkin yeah. down. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Have some class. You're going to do your drugs, do them off a napkin. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> I, it's all about cleanliness. You're going to do your drugs well, on a shift. My issue is, like, you're you're kind of diluting the merchandise there with the dirt and the dust and everything. You're not getting your full... That's the dust. God knows you we're can't not put that cleaning in your nose. that fucking ice machine. <laughs> that would never happen. I don't know how many times the general manager asked us to clean it. No, disgusting. Probably don't Terrible get ice idea. from anywhere. Yeah. Say no ice, please. Um, Bods, I actually remember hearing a story about you. How was it? Everybody or one person? It was one person who just thought you had like special needs or something. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. That was a uh, major D. Yeah. Yeah, that was actually the same. No, it wasn't the same major D. It was a different, different major D. Uh, basically. Back in the day, I wasn't a great worker. I didn't exactly put in the effort. Yeah. I would come in and kind of do bare minimum. And, uh, yeah, no, it really wasn't a great environment. I would come in, I would just kind of not talk to people that I didn't like. So I didn't talk to this maitre d' at all. He's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Um, so one day, I was just really tired. I think I had football or some shit, and I came in after. I was going real slow. And this guy told me to do something. I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, like, go fucking, like, I think he told me to go, like, ice up or something. It's yeah. like, sure, okay. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walked away, and I guess, like, my friend Coop, who worked with us, was standing there. And he looked at my friend Coop, and he was like, is that kid slow? <laughs> <laughs> and Coop, being Coop, was like, yes, he is. <laughs> Coop being a total douchebag. Was, was he slow? But then, but then Coop came up to me and was like, hey, uh, the maitre d' thinks you're retarded, so do with that what you will. <laughs> And me being me, I was like, I'm going to run this into the fucking grounds. <laughs> so then I just acted like I had a disability around this guy for, like, hours. Yeah. Never, never like, I wasn't, like, being, like, mean. Like, I was just, yeah. I was just kind of, like. good taste. And just kind of, like, pushing the borders yeah. a little bit. <laughs> like, cleaning the same yeah. spot. That, no, see, that was not a. That was something else. That was a completely different, that different thing. Day. That was just me looking busy, yeah. boy. <laughs> so this major D. Everyone's heard this story. This is my favorite story. Yeah. Yeah, so paint a picture yet again. Bad at my job at this point, just looking for ways to get by with doing minimum work. And uh, everyone was kind of like really busy. It was a busy yeah, day. It was a busy day. And the one lesson that I learned, because everyone that trained me was a piece of shit too. They were all yeah. lazy. Yeah. I didn't learn how to like do any restaurant things. This kid that trained me only taught me how to not do work. Every secret in the restaurant to get away with not doing stuff, he taught me. Oh, and I was like, yeah. perfect. This is what I need. So one day it was really busy. Everyone was doing stuff. And somehow, like, I hadn't gotten a job yet. No one told me what to do. And I was like, I'm not going to look for something to do. And I, I saw a rag and I saw just this counter in the back. I just started, like, I took the rag, put some water on it, and it just started scrubbing, just standing in place, just wiping that counter down. Not not, not moving the rag no, around not, the entire shelf. Small circle. Moving small about circle a six-inch circle yeah. around. That one six-inch circle was super clean, by the way. Well, um, at one point it got so clean that you were tarnishing the cleanliness by still using that same dirty rag. Yeah, no, it was a real problem. I was there for a long time. Uh, I'd estimate at least an hour. Yeah, and I'm it, just standing there the, while everyone around me did like tons of work. And like the owner, the captains, yeah, the, the general the manager, in, all the commented. GM walked in. More than one major D walked yeah. in, and they were all like, "Hey, man, like, great job. That counter looks great. You're doing so good. <laughs> Hasn't been cleaned in years." And I was just like, years. "Yep, yeah." Just doing my job. And they were like, man, good work. Everyone needs to do what he's doing. 
And I was like, dude, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I feel like it's like in hit the game Hitman. You have when to you got to blend in. I just blended in. Blend that was the thing. Because that's the thing that I learned there was they didn't look for people like not doing the right thing. They just like looked for people not doing anything. So if you were moving, that's fine. you were fine. You were golden. You could do whatever the fuck <laughs> I, you wanted if you were moving around without I, a phone in your I hand. I used to tell my bus kids when we ran out of things to do to walk back and forth between the two sides of the restaurant as many times as they could without being caught. Well, and that was a competition that was that started by me yeah. and my friend Ethan back when like, Ethan worked there. Just go back and forth until someone tells we, you something uh, to do. Now, this restaurant, I'd say, what is it? Like, probably, like, two football fields wide, right? Yeah. Like, probably between at least 200 yards. Yeah. And, like, probably a football field long, too, right? Yeah. It's a pretty big place. It's a pretty it's a big, big place. place. Me and my friend Ethan on another busy day, completely different day than me scrubbing a counter for an hour to an hour and a half. We were like, yo, let's see how many times we can go in a full lap around this restaurant without being told to do something. <laughs> Just act like we're in the midst of going to do something. Like grabbing Walk things. with some purpose and see how many laps <laughs> we like can do. like you're in a do. hurry or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started, we like split ourselves up so that we would be like on opposite halves at all times and we would check in with someone as we would do a lap so that they could make sure like we weren't cheating. We were doing these laps the right way. Because <laughs> this is a competition now. We're, we're in the slacker Olympics right now. <laughs> And uh, I got 16 laps, 16, 16 laps around the restaurant, laps? 16 full laps. I couldn't yeah. even imagine that. And I, the craziest part, Mike, I lost. He did more got than you. 18. Ethan got 18 that day. So, I mean, it's still, that was like an hour and a half of just walking around this restaurant. Did 16 full laps before the GM was like, hey, man, I need someone to hold this soup. I don't care what you're doing. You got to do this right now. And I was like, oh, I was in the wrong spot at the wrong time. He got you. Yeah, he got me. He caught me. You he caught me. You could have been like on your way to perform CPR on someone. Yeah, He's no, like, I he don't didn't care, care what you're doing. No, you got to really, That was the message that I was given. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 16 full laps and I lost, man. Yeah. What about, what about our boy Sanders? Oh man! Oh my! Sanders, the possibly the only person worse than me when it came to so like when it came to actually things. doing work, he was he never was there. the king of looking yeah, like he, he was doing so much work. That he man, was one of my teachers. That man did nothing. Yeah, yeah, man. I can hit you with a solid D Sand stories. I think that's where you're trying yeah, to push me that, to. I, that is, I, I wouldn't yeah, say push. So I don't want to push. You're you. guiding me there. I'll guide for you for sure. I know what you're looking for. So back at back at the restaurant, man. And uh, and a lot of these like higher end parties. This was back before we used to do this for every single one. Back when it was only the like the big parties. Yeah. yeah. We'd do like it's like a cheese and cracker table with like some fruit on it. Oh, fancy. Yeah, it was fancy. And like we had to have a couple of kids. Normally, like newer kids or like bad workers would stand there and just wait. And when like things would get low, we would just be like, "Oh, we're out of crackers," and we'd go and get some more crackers. And like, oh, we were out of grapes. Let's go get some more grapes. So I was standing there, it was me and D-Sands doing this for this party. And it was a big table. A lot of things need to be refreshed. And D-Sands was like, hey, man, we're out of strawberries. And I was like, yeah, I'll go get them. And he's like, nah, man, I got this. I was like, oh, no, D-Sands is leaving me right now. So I'm standing there. I'm like, oh, man, the crackers are getting low. I'll wait for D-Sands to come back. I'm standing there. And like five more minutes pass. I'm like, there's no more crackers. Now we're running out of grapes, too. Oh, no. Standing there, another five minutes pass. Dude, this table is empty. No D sands. This is like 15, 20 minutes of like Sanders had to go five steps into the kitchen to grab some like strawberries. Like they, were right wash, they were right there. They were right there. I was like, D sands ain't getting these fucking strawberries. <laughs> so we go through. I end up going back. I got some people to help me. We refresh the table. Go through the next part of the party. We serve soup. Go through the next part of the party. We're starting to bring out salad. And suddenly, now this is like an hour and a half later. D-Sands finally shows back up. I was like, D-Sands, what happened? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, bro, you went to go get strawberries like an hour and a half ago. And he's like, aw, shit, man. I completely forgot about those. Where were they? And I was like, they were legitimately right there, right in front of the door that you went through. And he's like, oh, man, whatever. It happens. And then he just, he went back. He didn't come back to our party. He didn't help us take out salad. He walked away again. So I like to think that he just like had some really important stuff he had to do. He never did. No, he, just, like, he, he to definitely people. went to hung, hang out with someone. He, he just liked to talk to people. Sounds like the way to do it. Yeah. What I'm what I'm hearing, and I kind of already know this, but like, if you can just 
not do anything while you're there. That's how you survive. No, it really was, yeah. yeah. Like, But eventually, you're there long enough, and you can be me and what I did for, like, the first, like, year and a half where, like, you don't do anything. And suddenly, there's a shift where they're, like, hey, by the way, we're relying on you. And you're that's the, the, you're that's the, the oldest moment. person here now. That's and suddenly moment. it shifts, and they just smack you in the face with their dicks, and they're like, you're in charge now, boy. Hope you don't fuck up this wedding for this bride that paid thousands of yeah. dollars. And you're like, oh, no. It's not like you get an easy party. They like, hey, they no, spent $40,000 yeah. for this wedding. We'll put it in the hands of you. Yep. Not the maitre d'. Out of busy. nowhere. You're Out of nowhere. <laughs> Mike, did you, when, when like all of us, like our friend group started working there. Were you already like a head bus kid? I was a, uh, I was a head bus kid, a captain by five months in. So, so I was gonna say, yeah, he definitely was. So yeah, because yeah. I got your shift. Yeah, <laughs> I I got hired at this place because Trev bailed on that Easter. Mike was like, I need another person for next week, and I was like, Hey man, I'm available. <laughs> yeah. So they told, at one point, this is a couple of years in, they were like. Oh, if you bring somebody in to work here and they stay, we'll give you some uh, some comp. We'll give you some money. And so I literally that's what you were doing. I looked at my manager in the face and said, "Hey, what up? Did I ever see a dime of that? Nope. You never I brought got in it. at least six people who stayed. Do honestly drive at least a few months. They lied so hard about like getting you money that you yeah. earned, like that you earned that you put in like lots of work for that you never saw that money. Yeah. Is, All the time. Is there a story behind it? There's too many stories about it. <laughs> Any like minimum wage job like that is like that. Like, yeah, man, we're gonna get you a raise. Yeah. Where's that raise though? Where's my raise though? Yeah. Yeah. We just gotta talk to the area manager of the third party, who's like in the back. We we got you. We got, well, that raise is coming. Could, that you, was like I, my. Go talk to them. I had please? a solid. My first raise that I, I got. I got all of my friends at least two raises each. I had to get all like, mine for myself, bro. Did I get you one? No, you didn't get me one because oh. I worked yeah. after everyone else. Uh, I remember oh, having okay. this conversation. Okay, maybe that was it. So my first raise, I had been there for like two two years at this point. Because you left on at one and point and come yeah. back, yeah. But like I'm saying like overall, like at that point, I was sitting two years. Yeah. And they were like, hey, man, you got to like run this party. I was like, all right, not bad. I can run a party at this point. Then they were like, by the way, not only are you like – head bus kid of this party and you got to bus this entire party with one other person you got to be a waiter too mm-hmm. i was like oh all right well good thing the maitre d's here to help me out and they were like there's no maitre d <laughs> pauline's that, the d. that's that's when i looked my gm in the face and i said you can give me a raise right the fuck now or you can be this bus kid waiter hybrid and i'll leave and he was like what and i was like give me more fucking money right now <laughs> Hold on. Did we just have a blackout? I don't even think that was a blackout. That was a calculated... <laughs> like, give me the like, money I'll or I'm leaving. fucking leave right now. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those moments where it's And like, that's pretty much how yeah. I got my first raise. That was like a three or four hundred person party with me and one other person doing three yeah. jobs. The worst parties there, by far, were always LaSalle. Oh, man. That was so, the put 1,200 rich, preppy... Fuckers in a room, make it oh, really, yeah, it. really tight between the tables and rows. Yeah, and then stir in some arrogance and some ignorance to their surroundings, and that's all sad. When I say literally, you cannot fit a chipmunk's dick between these rows. You can't fit that chipmunk's dick between those rows. It was impossible. And when those people start standing up to talk to each other about this or that, or about whose money's better or whose money about more rich, whose papa rented a boat or whatever. Yeah, it's about yeah. whose whose papa owns a lake. All right, <laughs> they all own the lake. They all own separate lakes. And they all, they all, yeah. They all have their own lake. But uh, these fucking parties, they were twelve hundred people, and every single person had to work. Yet somehow, some people still got yeah, out of they it. they still Yet somehow if I had work. ever taken this shift off, I would have been crucified. Yeah, and, and these schmuck brains get it off like that. And I'm like, how is this going to work? So it, it was just the worst. Those and were terrible. Just 1,200 people and soup, salad, main course, and uh, dessert. Prepping for 1,200 people, 140 tables usually. And I mean, you didn't have to deal with some of the weird parties that I had to deal with, though. Yeah. I got the weird ones after you were a bartender. Yeah. Like, the, the I'm trying to remember the nationality. They brought their own food. 
to our buffet. The, the, the uh, what? That was a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they bought oh. our buffet so that they could use the buffet pans, that was, and then we um, had to serve them the food that they brought. They were Hispanic, right? I don't think the they were. Was the no, it was like a, it was like a it was the white, some it was, sort of Muslim nationality because it, it they had, had the separate tables, one for men that, and one for. They had that dessert you ate. That was like oh, the yeah. white it was covered like a soggy frosted okay, mini wheat. That's what it, it was. was like the worst. Thing <laughs> in the world. And we, you ate it. <laughs> I ate it and then I regretted it. <laughs> it like looked like it wasn't gonna be soft. It looked like a hard thing. But it, like, sat in, like, milk. I'm pretty convinced now, looking back at it, it was, like, goat milk. It wasn't, like, normal milk. Yeah, I it think tasted they, weird. I think they were Middle Eastern. I wasn't Eastern. about it. I think they were but, Middle uh, Eastern. Yeah, that dessert looked like it was, like, a hard thing, just sitting in some milk. And then you put it in your mouth, and it, like, that's the only way to describe it. It's a soggy mini-wheat. <laughs> it, it was disgusting. <laughs> that's gross. But, yeah, that party was um, weird. They, they also had raw meat for their buffet. Yeah. And they just, like, put it on the tables. People just, like, taking it, scooping it with their fingers, put on some bread, and then eat the raw meat. Well, that was a weird one because, like, some of them didn't speak English. And yeah. every now and then a person would come up and be like, hey, what's that in the tray? And, like, how the fuck am I supposed to know you guys brought the food, dude? Like, we were told, <laughs> we were told, we don't know the names of these foods, so we're going to call that. That's goat. Yeah. We're going to get the, the weird orange thingy. And then uh, that thing that looks like No, potatoes. yeah, they had, like, one person on their staff that was giving us their food that was, like, trying to give us some fucking, and like, we had to describe food. We had to describe what the food was. Where it was, like, uh, I think it's, like, orange and red and, like, a little yeah. bit of crust on it or something. And it goes, guys, oh, yeah, yeah, and brings it out for us. And it's, like, no, it's not that one. It was the other one. <laughs> You'd be, like, oh, It's, it's always right. the other one. Always the other one. <laughs> so you guys, you got a little, uh, little culture I lesson. think that made me the geography teacher, teaching, well, having all these cultures... For five years around the I guess the the last thing that I want to hear about, unless you guys have like other stories that come up. I mean, so of course we have other stories, but what do you want to hear? Sure. I, I want to hear about the other ways that bods would get out of having to do work. Um. Well, we had the uh, last ones. Spots. We had the, the, the stock room was the biggest hiding spot. Yeah, there's more when, than one hiding spot. Yeah. Towards the end, when I was getting very unmotivated, and like just at the point of like breaking. Well, that was at the point where I started like having to do work. Yeah. So Bods and I would just goof off when we were like all set at the party. Mike says goof off. Mike just was a bartender and got me fucked up while I was working. Yeah. <laughs> Bods, just had to bring, Bods just had to bring a cup of ice and I'd give him Captain or Jameson or make yeah. a mule. If he, if he brought me some Kahlua, really uh, some coffee, I made a Kahlua there. sombrero for him. Um, With the sombrero? With a sombrero, yeah, I, I had sombreros and I gave it to him. You were definitely really fucked up one party. See, the issue was like I could get fucked up, and I was still there so long that I could sober yeah. up <laughs> because the shifts were like yeah. sixteen hours. Um, so with that, I know we'd go around and Bods and I would drink palm juice and we'd eat uh, cookie dough and make um, yeah, garlic fun. garlic uh, bread sometimes. I'd take some bread, put it in the oven, put some garlic on. And some uh, butter. It was really there, good. More than one time that our, our pal Lucy just made us ice cream. Just made us ice cream. Yeah, just made us ice cream sundaes. Just pretty awesome. With caramel, like, hey, hot Lucy, fudge, or whatever. She'd be like, yeah. yeah. Are there any ice cream places still open? Um, Mr. Peeper. Mr. Peeper. I, I, I want to get some ice cream after this. Okay. I don't think it would be open after this. What is, is it? Open Whoa. since Oh, dude. Shit, okay. Man. Okay. I was going to say, we got time, guys. Right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Let the record show we're getting ice cream after this. <laughs> So yeah, when I became a bartender, I just like lost all giving any fucks. I just yeah, got people drunk no, all day. And Mike's motivation. Mike used to be like the hardest worker there. As I, soon as I he was a bartender, like it went so downhill. I just didn't give any. Fucks. Mike was, Mike. This is this is a a good testament to your character. If there was a rule, you could not break it. Yeah, for the longest time, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. break any rules. But then there was just one nerve that struck. Yeah, that's what that place does to and, you. And uh, then I just it turned a whole new leaf. I stopped caring. I was like, "Yo, you thirteen? You want you want beer? All right, cool." Yeah. See, yeah, never, you, I, you for the record, like, I never did other that. Things I never saw thirteen. I got away. Yeah, no, thirteen-year-olds did not work at this place. <laughs> uh, um, pretty close though. We did fifteens. Yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, you were asking about like other things I did to get out of doing things. At the point that I had to start doing work, I would just teach other kids to stop doing things. It made my life harder, but I also felt like I was giving back. There was a shift. Our friend Andine, we found a big box. We just had Andine sit in a box for like three hours. Like Andine took a nap 
in a box. Um, and we were like, let's just see we, if anyone finds We, we also put him in a very small refrigerator. And, we did, And yeah. we used to have him jump out. We'd knock on the fridge and have him jump out and scare the shit out of people yep. when they were in the smoke break. Yep. That's so that awesome. Was, so that was pretty fun. But yeah, no, three hours with Andine in that box. And no one knew where he was. Yeah, no, I was working in a room on the other side of the restaurant. He he was supposed to be working with me, and I gave up a person to see how long we could get this bit going. He stayed in that stock room for three hours in a box. Yeah, no, I had to go check on him. I brought him food once. (laughs) Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real commitment. I used to go, I'd go in the yeah, stock no. room and be like, and Dean, he'd be like, yep, I'm like, all right. That's why people liked me as a captain, though. Once I needed to take work seriously, I could do more work. But y'all have fun, because I had fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Bods, what was your favorite food to eat? My favorite food to eat was the buffalo chicken, boy. Okay. Every time. Now, it was always there. It was always that. And Bods, what was a, also a really good thing in uh, a la carte we used to always go and get to kill some time? Focaccia bread. Uh, it was always focaccia oh, bread. Oh, dude, focaccia bread. What is focaccia so bread? It's a... Uh, Italian bread. It has like spices. Yeah, it's on got it. some olives oh, and spices oh, and a little bit man. of cheese. Oh, but okay. And you, you yeah, dip it no, in oil, nice. olive oil. Oh. Yeah. And it's like. Well, don't mind if I do. It's well, really good. The thing good. is, that's like fancy bread that they're only supposed to serve like in like their restaurant restaurant. And that, like people spend like fifty to hundred dollars a pop. Just for this. And they yeah. like get this bread. Yeah. And we're and like, like, we would just go over there and just fucking like take it. Yeah. We're like, yeah, like many, many now, pieces. Yeah. Just eat it. I used to like look at like the a la carte cert waitresses in the face and be like, yeah, I'm eating this. What do you guys about Bods like walking up to somebody's plate that they were just given like fresh bread and just stiff farming them in the face. <laughs> like, my bread. Wait. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Pretty true. Though. Then, yeah, honestly, maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I didn't do that. For the record, you may have. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm picturing the bread and like, now I want bread. Fakasha bread's really good. Honestly, dude, thinking about the at this point, all I'm thinking of is Mike's coffee. Oh, my coffee. Yeah, co- Mars. See, Mars, use this to Mars, edit over Mars. that, Trev. Mars. <laughs> so I but, had. Yeah, Mike used to make coffee. I didn't like, make all coffees. the time. So many. I had, well, of course, the non alcoholic coffees, and um, th- those are really good. At one point, I wanted to mess with Bods and the Bus Kids, and I made a raspberry-flavored coffee, and I got, you know, Bods won. He, he liked it. I was, like, was going to say, joke was on yeah, joke him. On it me. was the best thing he ever did. <laughs> <laughs> raspberry coffee? That does sound kind of good. Yeah, well, it, was, it, was, it like, was pretty good. He was like, I'm going to be a dick and put some gross thing in this coffee that I made that's like a perfect coffee. It's Everyone like the, loves yeah. the coffee. And he was like, Reese used to drink so much. He of like it. stormed over to the fucking ice cream cabinet. And he was like, raspberry topping. This is gonna be hilarious. And then I drank it. And I was like, Yo, what did you do to this? This is so good. <laughs> he was crushed. I was so pissed. That sounds like something that so, I would do and fail to trick somebody with. I will never forget how to make the coffee because I did it so many times. Uh-huh. Multiple Mars. Time, Mars. Multiple <laughs> times for shift. Uh, and then as soon as I became a bartender and added access to Kahlua and Bailey's. And that's oh, when the coffee's got really that's good. That's when it got really bad. Just like sitting alone in the dark in the bar with a bottle of cl- Mars bar. Oh, Mars bar. Ooh, oh, Mars bar. Hey. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> Mars bar with a bottle of Kahlua, putting it into a uh, water pitcher, filling with ice, and then adding a little bit of sugar, a little bit of milk, and then uh, a little bit of what? Milk. 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 You know, milk, M-E-L-K, milk. As in Melky Cabrera, milk. Uh, so I'd okay. add that milk into the, the pitcher, shake them up, and then, you know, go and give all my friends some uh, delicious coffee and they get wasted on it. Especially the young kids. That was fun. I feel like this Yet again, place- I, I think I need to, like, add in. Mike did not let underage kids drink. 20 Mike didn't over. drink until it was, like, a month before oh, his 21st Oh, as soon as I turned 21. Oh, my God. I feel like this yeah. place turned you into an alcoholic. It does that to people. Yeah, I could see yeah, that. It's, yeah, I'd understand that completely. Yep. Yeah, I like whiskey. Side note, though, about the coffee prank, Mike, you got me pretty good one time at your house. Uh, oh, with the iced tea. Yeah, you're like, there's some iced tea in my fridge if you want some, and so I went in to his fridge and poured myself a nice glass of iced tea, and I took a sip, and I was like. This is the rankest iced tea I've ever had. It was iced coffee. Yeah, it was black iced coffee. <laughs> it, it looked like iced tea. Like it was. It was okay. Who puts who puts coffee? Who puts coffee in? My father and I. 
We put we put in the, an iced tea pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a normal. Food. Yeah, you, is that you, a normal? You put, you put thing? the coffee in. Yeah, man. You put it in the fridge. I'm not and you have iced coffee drinker, drinker, so I don't know. You don't know. drink coffee. Yeah. I don't know. It's a pretty coffee drinkers. I, you can go to my fridge now at home, and I have that ready, like good to go. So like, like I, I have coffee in my iced tea pitcher. Me not being a coffee drinker, oh, okay, I go into the go. fridge. Yeah, he's, and, he certainly didn't expect that. I have it right now. I'm like iced tea. Well, I mean, in hindsight, yeah, but at the time, I was like, I wanted to. Well, it's. It's like that thing where like you go to drink something and, and you're, you're expecting, expecting something and then you get something else and then on top of it it's something that you don't like. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're like, what the fuck is this? And then I, I'm pretty. Yeah, that's, sure. that's not what happened with Mike's I'm, coffee. I'm still pretty sure that iced tea was actually in the fridge though. There was. That <laughs> okay. was the issue. We were working a uh, prom for I believe it was Somerset maybe or uh, whatever the prom was for the school. And we have some very sketchy waitresses that had just been hired about a month ago. Yeah, they were all bad. And, um, you know, at some point during the night, my boss comes up to me and asks me, Mike, have you seen two phones? Do you know anything about two phones going missing? And I'm like, oh, man, and I'm I know like, this story. And I'm like, no, I don't know, even know what you're talking about. And he goes, well, there's been two phones from the party that have gone missing. I'm like, all right, it's a big like party. Like cell phones? Yeah, cell phones, yeah. Okay. And uh, it's a big party. You know, something could have happened to them. Someone could have taken it, whatever. And he goes, no, like, they think it's the staff took it. I'm like, all right, well, I'll talk to all the bus kids. And I did. They're all pretty, like, oh, no, we never did. And uh, at one point, cops came up to me and said, hey, what do you know about these phones? And I'm like, I don't know anything about these cell phones. I don't even, like, I have no conscience. I can empty my pockets, and I get nothing, all right? And he goes, oh, all right, well, what about the other staff? I'm like, I'm like well, there's some sketchy waitresses over there that we don't really trust. <laughs> and he goes, oh, all right. So cop goes over to talk to her. And they're like, no, they're playing dumb. They don't. They're saying no, of course. And uh, so my boss comes back to me after the cop leaves and says, Mike, come with me for a second. And this is the only time I've ever seen this in action at the of him going onto the security cameras and seeing in real time in the back area where the smoking area was the waitress with the phones throwing them into the dirty linen pile and then walking away. So my boss and I walk over. We go to the dirty linen pile. Sure enough, at the bottom, there they are. Caught red-handed, two of them. You can't say uh, much else after that. They uh, did not work there much longer after that night. It sounds like a pretty good plan to steal some phones, except for the whole security camera. Yeah. Issue. So yeah. I didn't. No, that's where so they failed. I always thought the security cameras were not real time. That they like kind of like took a picture every few seconds. I was completely wrong. Like I pegged that security camera off more times than not thinking. We've done some very rude <laughs> things at that camera. Yeah. So I've also been told that the security camera had no audio. Also not true. I've said. Oh, well, that's illegal. Yeah. Fuck the owner many times, like straight straight to the owner, the camera. I'm like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> right. Exactly. Still illegal. Still illegal. Now you can't have both. You can't have audio if you got video. Can't have both. You can only have one. So. Or, or you at least, I know like there's the uh, wiretapping law. You have to at least notify you someone notify if their audio is yeah. being recorded. And uh, that's never been notified. So uh, just so you guys know, just so you yeah, guys right, know, your audio is being recorded right now. Wonderful. Thank okay. you for letting Thank me you. know. Yep, I consent. Well, you don't have to consent. I just have to let you know. Oh, I see. I see. So don't yeah. say anything. Do you want to go with uh, one last one? Um. Oh my shit, dude. Ended on that. What Ended was on that. Shoot his, from the hip. <laughs> what was his or her name? Okay, yeah, so there's this kid and he's the fucking worst. Like and, the worst. Uh, yeah, like the worst. But uh so he was giving me shit all night. He's giving everyone shit all night. I had told him to just fucking go home like three times. He was like, No, I'm working. I was like, fine, fucking stay here. We get to the end of the night and he's like going to like put something away in the freezer. And one of my workers was like, I'm going to lock him in the freezer right now. <laughs> and I'm the boss. I'm, I'm supposed to be like the, the man of reason here. Like, hey, man, don't do that. I was like, fucking do it. <laughs> and we, we left this boy in the freezer for like probably 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. We only let him out because the GM came back and was like, hey, why is the freezer locked? And we were like, oh. He's in there, and he's like, "All right," and he walked away. And we were like, "Do we gotta let him out?" So, so <laughs> he was so, like, "Yeah, I guess." So the GM used to put kids through the dishwasher. All right, so that actually happened. So he was okay with us locking. Yeah, no, he's the fine with hazing. Wait, through the dishwasher? Yeah, yeah through, through the 120 degree dishwasher. Yeah. What the? The true yeah, story. It's mean. Uh, they used to take kids, throw them in the dirty linen, and then stomp on them. This is like. 
There's terrible. The there's hazing laws for a reason. Seventies and eighties were not good. No, that, that was place. a bad time. I would like beat the shit out of somebody if they tried to do that to me. Yeah, yeah so like, yeah. I would fuck somebody up if they tried to do that to me. So yeah, just quick hazing story. Yeah. Locked, just locked him in the freezer for like twenty minutes. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. He I have it. locked somebody in the freezer before, but I let him out. You know. Yeah, like, you let him out eventually. But, like when you put somebody through a dip washer, that's like next yeah. level. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like you deserve to get your ass beat. I feel like I definitely hit him with some sort of like funny catchphrase when he's all mad coming out of the freezer after 20 minutes. Like, hey, man, you need to cool your jets. (laughs) 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 Some shit like that. I definitely had some sort of witty response to him being super mad about like something he should be definitely mad about. Yeah, The 32 degree freezer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, to, to be fair, sometimes it was like 50. Like, it was sometimes not a, like not a good freezer. Yeah. Oh, that's not even a free. He was fine. No. And, like, many times it was like 67. All the ice cream melted. It's supposed to be zero. Like, it's zero degrees. Like, oh, yeah. No, definitely not. I mean, it has definitely been warmer than that. And people leave it open all the time. And it just, like, leaks into the fridge. Everything is frozen in the fridge in the morning. It's miserable. You walk in there, you die. Yes. The cooler was at 1.75 degrees. There are eggs, butter, milk, That's not a cooler. That's like yeah, that's a, a room. That's so a room. I've legitimately walked into like our walk-in fridge that's like connected to our freezer yeah. and fallen on my face because because so much water. Ice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. What? What's truck nuts? Uh, truck nuts. Uh, his father drives a truck, of course, and at the end of the truck, you know, you got a big old pair of balls just hanging off the truck there. Can I make a commentary on yeah. that real quick? Uh, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Well, if you think about it. Sometimes when you're too much of a man, you have so much testosterone that you, you don't leak it out. you don't know what to do with it. So yeah. you need a second pair of balls yeah. to hang from your truck. I've never. Yeah, had that what better though. place to put a second pair of balls than on a vehicle? You know, what it's I mean? Swansea. It's a truck, and trucks symbolize big it. dicks, right? Big dicks. Big, big dicks. So you need big balls to go with it. The bigger your dick, the bigger your truck, because oh, you need well, all that extra dick space. Well, Bod's, well now, now you're Bod's talking. Bod's he had a big. He had a big truck for a while, and well, like, he, had a, he had surgery. He had surgery. No, I had a, the, the black one. F two fifty. Is it so? Yeah, the black yeah. one's a big one. Is it so uncalled, unheard of to well, have to be fair, production I was, surgery? I was gifted that truck, though. That wasn't like I went out oh, and see, be okay. like, "Hey, like I got big this dick. big truck for my big dick." You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, but I do have a fun big truck story. That's like really quick. Okay, hey, go for it. Me and my friend Jared were at a uh, at Cumberland Farms, just chilling, drinking chill zones like we do. And this dude pulled up in like the biggest truck I've ever fucking seen. And Jared is he's Jared. He's a real fucking piece of shit. And he leans over as this guy's walking walking into the fucking Cumberland Farms, and he's like maybe like twenty feet from me, and we're sitting in my truck. And Jared leans over, and there's, like, a big fucking dude, big muscles, like, tattoos everywhere. And he goes, hey, man, overcompensating for something, and winked (laughs) at him. (laughs) And this dude turned around. (laughs) This man turned around and started walking at us angrily, and I've never whipped (laughs) my car into reverse so So fast. Oh my he, god! He was not a not bright person. <laughs> That's about right. But I was like fucking out of there faster than I've ever left any place in my life. <laughs> you may have been dead. He, he seemed to test the boundaries of what's going to get him an ass kicking and what wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Like. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do a whole nother podcast on Jared. He's still but figuring back it to, out. Back to truck nuts. Truck nuts are <laughs> just a. Uh, he was a piece of shit worker, and you told him to do something, he never did it. He just find his way out of it. He weasel his way out of it. And at one point, he got a vape, and he used to blow clouds, and he used to try to impress people on Facebook by posting videos on his Facebook of blowing clouds, of blowing smoke. And you're starting to see why I locked him in And he was just like, he was like bragging about blowing vapor into the air and like different patterns and whatnot. And we were like, you're a real fucking piece of shit. (laughs) Well, here's the, can I, can I just give my piece on that real quick? Yeah, you might as well. So... When you're blowing dank clouds... Oh, no, no, I didn't say dank. Sorry. They're not dank. Okay, all right, say. Slightly dank. When you're, when you're blowing the swaggest of clouds... Okay, there we go, that's fine. Not dank, though. He didn't earn dank. What you want to do is you want to walk up to someone and you go, hey, watch this, and you just take a big old puff... Right in their face. Blow it right in their face. It's got, it's got chemicals in it that make people like you. 
So you're, you're breathing the niceness into them. So when when you blow when you blow that vape into someone's face, have you heard the the phrase "We get it, you vape"? Yeah, yeah. It's what you say to really popular people because people I, who vape they blow the yeah. the clouds in the, your the, face, and that's why you yeah. get it. The, see, the best yeah, ones exactly. are the chocolate donuts ones that you just like blow chocolate donuts into someone's face. Right. Yeah. Well, I um, we're gonna wrap this up here. We're going on kind of long, but uh. You said chocolate donuts. It just reminded me of a cereal that I used to eat. Cookie crisp. Very recently, there was like chocolate donut cereal or something. I don't remember what it was called. If you guys know it. Yeah, I just bought some Reese's Puffs. If you guys I know, know what you're talking about, no, but I'm excited about Puffs. it. If <laughs> so anybody I knows. Throw that in there. Are we on a cereal checklist now? <laughs> I'm, I'm just. No, this is, like, this is like a call for action. If anybody. If, find this if anyone who knows cereal. what this cereal is, it's, it's like a chocolate donut cereal. It's got little sprinkles on the chocolate donuts. I feel like it was Captain Crunch. I don't think I'm it not was. Sure. No, those those no. are good. Okay, so let me paint a picture for you mentally. So it's a nice dark chocolate circle, nice and dark. Blast some colored sprinkle, multicolored sprinkles on there. You got yourself a nice taste. Oh, cereal. I know absolutely what you were talking about right now. Don't know. The they name were called of it. Donut O's, I think. Is it Donut O's? I, donut O's. I'm yeah, pretty sure they're Donut O's. Yeah, I got I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. Pretty Donut sure they're O's. Donut-os. This is why we need a. I, as soon as you said colorful sprinkles, I'm we like, we do need a tech guy well, right let's now. Just one tech guy to look things up. Right now, I'm kind of. The, uh, I'm look. I'm seeing Android Donut. That's not no, it. That's not what you're looking cereal. for. And uh, Donut O's. Choco Donut. Captain Crunch Choco Donuts. That's it. Nailed it, Captain okay. Crunch. Yeah. So, never mind. <laughs> we already figured it out. So after solving the mystery of Donut O's, I think it's time to wrap up this yeah. podcast. It, it's been fun, so it's been fun guys. It We're sure has been sit. fun. So, uh, solid. solid right you know, we had we had our sweet moments. We had our sour moments. But overall, sweet and sour podcast. Sweet guys. and sour I, podcast. Sweet I think and sour we're still guests. a bunch of kids in a patch together. We are a bunch of kids in a patch together. Yep. Who may be sour and sweet. You know, thanks again for coming on my show, guys. And last thing I got to say, <clears throat> hey, listener, thanks for listening all the way through to this point. You're a very valued person. 